This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Hello and welcome to Quality Time, the Kale Koala Entertainment Podcast. I'm Skylar Sokol. I'm Anthony Nicolosi. And today and we've got Josh Broncoli. Oh, he's in. He's hey! in. I was going to introduce Josh like he was a guest because he's so rare I'm on the podcast, but he had he jumped in I'm on a his person. own, and I'm proud I'm a, of him. I'm a I'm a real koala. This is our our boy Josh, <laughs> the third mysterious Kale Koala employee who you may have only seen in Instagram memes. Um, <laughs> Also today, we have an actual special guest. Um, what, do I introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Ben Rubin. Uh, I'm the CMO and CFO for a nonprofit I run called the EGD Collective. And essentially what we do is we go, hey, you're a student. You like games, right? Now let's bring that to your campus. And now let's make it an accessible career opportunity for you. That's awesome. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to... Go tell. Uh, well, I guess Josh is going to be running this one. So Josh, you, you <laughs> oh, can you, you let yes. us know what. what. That's yeah, a good. No. I, yeah, that's a good pitch. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. That's a great pitch. No, I like <laughs> it too. It's pitch. way better yeah. than the pitch we've come up with with our for our game so far. So <laughs> well, no, it's okay. We have a pitch. We, yeah, exactly. I've had, we have a pitch. I have so much practice with that pitch. Like uh, we went through an accelerator program with CUNY, and they were like, "Okay, you got to make your pitch at maybe five words at most sometimes," and I'm just like. Five words? How do I make it five words? It's a hundred words. And then, like, we, I just kept practicing to get to that point. I'm just like, oh, oh, it's possible. It just doesn't sound too good. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it doesn't have any it's of the possible. detail you hope it would have, but at least people yes. would be like, it sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I can yeah. ask more questions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we want the 500-word uh, version out of this, right? I can read it so out you for you right now. In, you can want. go in depth. Oh, you have a – you don't have to go buy it. You don't need to pull out a script, man. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, like no, cause so uh, well we could go into a little bit like uh, maybe like some specific things that you do at EGGC, uh, what like uh, how you got started maybe uh, stuff like that. Okay, so uh, the things I do with the EGD mainly are uh, I do all of our marketing. Uh, that includes outreach, uh, contacting student leaders, uh, setting up membership, and then also on top of that, I manage all our social medias. So if you're seeing anything about the EGD, that's because of me. And if you're seeing it, that means it's working. And then the reason I got it with the EGD was uh, I essentially, I just came into the, uh, we used to be a student organization uh, before we were a nonprofit. And I just walked in one day and I was like, I've been here for two weeks. I want a leadership position. And tre- the treasurer position was open on our e-board. And I went, okay, can I run for that? No one else ran against me. So I ran, I went up, I go, I want this position. Now, here's a joke. I tell a joke. Everyone is this goes, treasurer? Treasurer? Yeah, treasurer. You said? Yeah, who the fuck wants to be the treasurer, man? <laughs> Dude, okay. <laughs> I, I did a lot of vice president work anyway. It's not that big of a, like, I did a lot of okay, stuff besides okay, being okay, treasurer. Yeah, yeah. But like, I went in, I did the, like, I was literally, I ran against no one. And everyone's like, I, I gave a speech. I'm just, I just told one joke. And then I sat down and everyone goes, that guy told a good joke. I like that guy, and I got voted in. <laughs> was it want to hear a joke? NFTs, and then hey! and that was it. And then they all clapped, and then maybe, maybe not in 2017 NFTs, but but Bitcoin. 
<laughs> Good. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Bitcoin. Okay. It's not a joke anymore. It's still a joke today. <laughs> yeah. But, it it uh, wasn't a joke if you got it a while ago, though. <laughs> you got it back in 2017. It wasn't. A, it's not a joke. Yeah. Money. I think since then. Uh, do though, you, oh, sorry. Do you legitimately have any interest? Because the CFO, treasurer, do you legitimately have any interest in economics like or managing finance, finances yeah. or anything like that? Or no, I didn't. I really have you developed any yes actually so the thing was I didn't realize how complex it was and then when I looked into it more I was like okay this may not be entirely for me which is also why I made the switch to marketing and I've been doing our marketing a lot more but when I made that switch I was like oh wow this is really complex and actually interesting the more I read into it and I didn't know economics would be interesting until I started started looking into it (laughs) in my own time because when I first saw economics I was like oh what what is that what is this? Why is this so confusing? I don't know how to do math. And now it's like, well, I, I know how to do math a little bit more. I, I'm pretty good at it now. And I actually like doing stats now, so that's always fun. Oh, liking nice. stats. Yeah, that's, I have a degree in math, and I don't even like doing stats. <laughs> I, I, I went from getting a one on my AP exam in stats to like to actually really liking stats and getting a 95 in one of my, in one of my actual courses in college. Uh, but yeah, stats was, uh, not my strong student in high school. That's funny. Mm. Right I, on. I'm yeah. sorry, Josh. Yeah. I think you were going to say something. I asked. No, no, you say it first. Cause I was just going to mm. kind of segue back into topic. Segway. Of Segway. Yeah. Segway okay. Away. So back to EGDC. Uh, so what are some of like the programs and stuff that EGC runs? Maybe just to give like some, uh, some background about what EGC does specifically for, our, our folks in chat over here who don't know what we're talking about. So EGD is a – we run a membership program of sorts. But the thing is we do – we try to do as much as possible for free. Be it completely free events, be it whether you're a student or uh, you've graduated already or you're even if you're faculty at a school or something, completely free. So for example, that's like 100 plus workshops every single uh, – like every year. Uh, we also run our fellowship programs. Which is which Josh was actually a part of at one point, and when we had yes. our game studio program, and essentially what we do is uh, we pair you with other people of similar or similar uh, fields. So, for instance, let's say you need a programmer, and we have an art student, a narrative student, and a coding student. We will get, and they, you need one more programmer. We will give you that programmer, and we'll help you. We'll help you set up a studio. Even and if you're by yourself, for instance, and you're a single student, let's say, uh, and let's say we have six single students that are all in completely different fields but want to make games. We put all those students together. We go, okay, here are the free events. Here are the events you can go to, and we'll give you, we'll, we'll help you get into those events for free. Here's, here's the portfolio building aspect where you get to build games every single month, and it's a resume experience for all those things, and we, give you, we help you get into internships uh, in, the ga- in the games industry. So we what tr- the yeah, fuck? So- That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like helping helping people get a foothold in the gaming industry when mm-hmm. they're students that way. Because right, we all know it's it's really difficult or almost impossible really to get into the games industry as a student uh, without like sacrificing like super like you go through a whole bunch of crunch and stuff. You have like I mean we all know that the state of the industry at large isn't the most uh, lifestyle balance, right? It's uh, not. So if we can if we can prevent. Uh, you know, do you teach them that? With no information, you know. Yeah. So I actually don't teach it. Uh, I went to school for game design, actually. Funnily enough, um, I don't personally teach it, 
but we bring in a lot of really cool um we have we have our ceo is the the person who runs the program and they do all the lectures every week and they also bring in a lot of developers like i think we had a one of the technical artists from insomniac games um we had a oh, um, sweet we had one of the people who runs all the the esports events for microsoft in new york city in one of their flagship cool. stores and then we also had uh one of the head developers for killer queen if you've ever heard of killer queen amazing incredible game but that's not what I'm here to talk about. But yeah, there, there's a lot of really cool stuff in terms of lecturers uh, and and just uh, the person running the program itself that's really cool. Mm. Can, yeah. Can I jump in and ask? So let's say I'm a, a guy. Uh, let's say I'm a young Josh Broncoli. <laughs> I love game design. And I want, I, how did, like, Josh, how did you find out about them and how do you get in? How does a Josh get into this? By you love game design, you mean you love Persona and you play it all day, every day. Hey, hey. And you are, maybe want to know something like about how. The only game I play is Persona, okay? <laughs> no, you also play Fire Emblem. So basically, that's you true. Persona. So basically, you only play Persona. <laughs> oh, you play League anyway, 2, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Answer at these questions. Who's answering me or Ben? You. I can answer. Yeah, okay. that was so, so when I, this is actually funny because I didn't actually, uh, I actually ended up joining, I started joining for the eSport section, not for the game design section, uh, because I was playing League of Legends at the time. I was not good, but there was a flyer for, uh, I, bad I League players. Yes, bad <laughs> League players. It was for like a, it was for, well, actually it was for like a, not varsity, like a junior varsity. It was like for like, Silver and gold players, basically, uh, to like have a team to play on, and I was bronze at the time. I was like, "Well, I'm not getting on this team, but maybe I'll ask if they're like doing something." Uh, so I emailed the the guy who was in charge, who's Max, who's uh, Ben knows who Max is. Yeah. But, uh, so I I asked him about. It. He said, "Oh yeah, sure. We're trying to pull something together. Never pulled together a bronze team. Never happened." <laughs> uh, but. Uh, I ended up finding my way to to where they had their meetings, which was not in a very obvious place. It was like you had to like it was not in the main college building. It was like in another building that you had to like walk. Like it was like you had to go down the street and like turn a corner, and it was there. Uh, and even there, it was like up on like the third floor. On that note, we didn't floor. have a campus. We had three big buildings in New York, in Manhattan, and then yeah. one extra building that was attached to the three buildings. But not in any way that you could actually access it from the three buildings. It's yeah. very confusing. For the context, yeah, <laughs> and it you have to, so like you have to leave the school. Place to find. You have to leave the school, go around the block, and then right they have to go next to the precinct next to our school. And then there's another building over there that is like barely marked at all. And you're like, yeah, this is part of the school. We won't tell you, but this <laughs> uh, is part of the school. New York. Oh, it sounds beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's actually there's actually another hidden. Uh, part of the school which you probably don't even know about ben because yeah I only the bronze league players yeah. know because <laughs> yeah, that's oh, where no. they all <laughs> to go to eat lunch it was so they the, don't get uh, made fun of. Oh, what was it even called the roosevelt center it's like it's like five blocks away it's like nowhere near the rest oh of the yeah <laughs> so our, our dorms are also like that our dorms you have to take the train to school still that's how far they are and it's like a 20 that's minute funny. 20 minute commute from with the with yeah, the train without not, the train it's a 50 minute commute Right. So wait, 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 wait. Let me pause this story for a second, Josh, because I remember when we first were talking to Josh about having him join on Kill Koala and he was going through his mm. resume, which included EGD time and EGD. I think the game jams is what I'm going to yes. call it. But it's like what he was, what Ben was just talking about, right? Yeah. So Josh told us, and I read it on your website earlier today too, that 
basically you guys tried to be an organization but were shut down or something like that and two years later so (laughs) can you tell us that yeah so our school did not like us they were like games they're just games they don't mean anything in education and then we were like okay we can prove you wrong watch this then the next year we went okay we're hosting a convention it's we had 500 plus attendees people from other schools were sneaking in to get into our convention because we had like industry professionals we were sponsored by game fuel uh there was a bunch of esports people there like it was crazy and like from there the school was like okay we'll give you 500 dollars for 800 students that's fine <laughs> and no, 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 no. you can buy them all cookies man it gets worse it gets worse um after that the school was like okay hear me out you cannot get a room until two until you're a club for two years we're like okay We've only officially been a club for a year, and because we were we were an unofficial club, like, yeah, that was a combination of seven different clubs that were esports clubs, like League of Legends club or like game design clubs, and we combined all into one. Yeah, which, they were which all shut down, right? Yeah, and that's where the name the Esports and Game Design Collective is the full name. That's where it comes from. But we combined into one club, and then we and then from there we were okay. Now we're the biggest club on campus. We've held a giant convention for the school. Now when do we get a room? And they're like, yeah, you gotta wait two years. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and then and then uh, uh, we 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 knew someone in the in the in our student government. They were like, okay, now that we finally recognized you as a brand new club, you can get a room. There you go. But for two years, they would not let us be a club. And the worst, one room for eight hundred people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the worst Zero part rooms is for the worst. The worst part is um we what before we were a club, we were already an international game developer association chapter. So with the IGDA. And then on mm, top of that, okay. we were a TESPA chapter before we were an official club. So they do all the – they used to – before uh, TESPA shut down, like community-wise, uh, they did all the Activision esports for collegiate and for all colleges. Oh, shit. Okay. So okay. we were we were affiliated with organizations, unlike any other club in our school, before we were even a real club. And then from there, uh, it continued to evolve. Like at this point, we serve around 2,000 to 3,000 students a year. Um but they're There's all like students the at that's... this specific college, correct? Like you're, you haven't branched out no. beyond so your local college or it what? It is branched out. No, now it's branched it out. Branch that, that's out, that's yeah. why I'd say it's around 3,000 to 5,000 now. Uh-huh. And it's, it's always growing. But before this, it was probably around 2,000 uh, from most major schools in New York City. I see. So that'd be from Brooklyn, uh, the Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. And then even uh, some from New Jersey as well because New Jersey's not too hard to get to. I mean, mm-hmm. New York City's not too hard to get from New Jersey in a lot of places. Yeah. Interesting. So, to, so yeah, uh, so how did it spread out now? How have you expanded since then? So, now we're actually a not we're, – we're, we're pending nonprofit status for a 501c3. Essentially, what that means is we don't pay, we don't pay taxes. <laughs> and we, and right. we also really like to help people. Because, um, like, our, our goal and even our costs for everything that we do is we keep it to a bare minimum so we can help as many people as possible. And then, and also, um, so it's as affordable as possible for students. Cause like, obviously we have to make, so we have to charge for some things and, uh, but we try to keep as much possible free. So like, for instance, like, uh, some schools can get like institutional membership with us and they gain access to our career advisement our student programming, uh, our student, our uh, student, uh, advisement. And we get, they get access to all of our fellowship programs. Cause now we also have on top of our game studio program, we also have an esports management program and that's for like, uh, marketing, running teams, etc. And there's a lot of really cool stuff going on now, but we, we essentially transitioned from a student club to a, to a, to a full nonprofit. 
Very cool. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a fucking crazy story. Cool story. Yeah, really cool. So during this becoming a real club phase, that's when you joined, Josh. Yes? Back yeah. to your story? It was actually, I joined before it was officially recognized. You joined, you joined but, before uh, me, I think, actually. But yeah, you didn't, you didn't show join, up a lot. But I, I didn't show up a lot until <laughs> senior Typical. year. He was senior playing persona. Like, he can't come <laughs> to the club. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I think I, I, I joined when I was a junior, but it was like towards the end of junior year, and I was busy as juniors generally are. That's mm-hmm. true, uh, yes. So I didn't show up that much. Senior year, I showed up like all the time. I mean, I basically lived in that club. <laughs> Between it's, that club and like the library. It's okay. Like, we used to be a closet. Like our club was actually a closet in the media in the media building. That's how bad that's it was. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. That, we that's were, when we, we were, had uh, eight hundred students. By the way. <laughs> yeah. So that was the 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 art building hosted us in the uh, against the wishes of the main school building. They were so they were nice about us. it, like. I, I felt yeah. so bad because at one point, like rebellion. every Friday, we were we were running things in like on on one of their floors, and at one point you could I was casting for a tournament, and I'm so loud you can hear me three floors down. <laughs> we're on the we're on what the tournament. Fifth. What tournament? What tournament smash. are you screaming that loud for? It was Smash, and it was oh, it was fuck. like one okay, of my first fine. experiences casting, and uh, my my voice is just really naturally loud. Josh will tell you that. Anyone anyone you talk to yeah. will, tell, will tell you that. I, I know that life. Don't yeah, worry. I've turned down your volume already. Shit. No, that's completely understandable. I expect people. To <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but uh, so I like you can hear me three floors down, and they have to come up, and they're like, "What? What's going on?" And we're just, someone being murdered, and I'm just like, "Oops." You're yes. like, "Yeah, someone's being murdered." That's yeah. fucking someone's being murdered. In, in that Joker winners, just bro. killed that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, those are good. Right times, on. Though. Okay, so Josh um, stumbles into the club. Is this how normal? Like by now, with you, with you guys, it seems like with the amount of attention you guys must have, right? Like, yeah, I'm assuming there's like can, an application process right. and stuff, right? Can uh, anybody just get in, or how does that work? So anyone can join the community, and like, considering we're fully virtual right now, everything runs on Discord. So, because uh, we and we don't have an office space right now either, which is kind of a shame. But on virtual, it doesn't really matter. So we run through our Discord. Uh, you can join at discord.gg slash egdc. We have a vanity URL. <laughs> Got a we plug. don't even have a vanity URL yet. Thanks, Anthony. No, actually, <laughs> hey, it's my hey, fault. Hey, hey, hey. You can apply yeah, for it. No, you can apply for it eventually. No, um, I tried. <laughs> like so, I tried, and then it, never mind. It's not. Poor. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, any, like anyone us. can join through there. Uh, it's really uh, North America centric right now. But anyone can join. Anyone can attend the free events. We usually host them on Discord. Uh, we also actually have an event coming up that's our waffle games, which I probably can get a little bit into more later. But essentially, mm-hmm. yes, it's a giant. are going to be there. It's a giant free convention. <laughs> we'll get into that later, though, because it's on the script, right? Well, well, yeah. the script, the script. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's essentially worldwide now. Anyone can join. Like, I think we have like 15 countries signed up for our event this week. There's actually somebody in chat asking right now. Does that include the UK? Uh, Does that include the UK? One day we might. But we're not sure just yet for our because our membership programs are like iffy, like basic membership we can do for free for everyone. But like uh, for our like paid membership, uh, it's li- we can't really do it right now because it's nonprofit uh, hell and sure. taxes are uh, not not fun. Let's put it that way. It's not okay. Fun. We might have some English boys who are interested 
And yes. that's all I'm saying. No, we they, have some, they, uh, they're, no, some they're free to join and come to all our events. All of our events are completely free. And we like we even in our in our server we provide like support service coordinators for helping students with financial aid. We help them uh, with their classes or finding mental health uh, specialists in their area. Like there's a lot of stuff, and that's that's all completely free. And on top that's of awesome. our like special interest groups for like League of Legends, um, LGBTQI uh, members, etc. <laughs> Josh, was, so did Josh get in because he was a bronze league player, and then he st- no. they needed a programmer. And <laughs> at the time that I joined, uh, it still hadn't really uh, gotten to the point where it was like officially recognized and stuff. Uh, there, we had a lot less people, obviously. So a lot of the stuff was just like you show up and we'll fit you in somewhere, right? So I joined a game studio program, uh, which was what he was talking about, where, like, they kind of find people from different Mm -hmm. areas of expertise and put them together to make, like, a mini game studio, and then you work on stuff and you do game jams together. Uh, I joined that. When I joined that, there weren't a lot... There weren't so many people who were trying to join it at the time that there was, like, competition... You know, right? So, like, as long as you, like, signed up, you were able to get on. Nowadays, there's a whole formal process that you need to go through uh, because now there's so much more demand, right? People are trying to get in, right? So now now you have to actually go through uh, a real, like, vetting process to make sure that, you know... Oh, which makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah which makes sense. That's also because initially um, we were mainly doing students from Hunter College and then other CUNY, other students in the CUNY program. Uh, it's now open to a lot of other people. But that's how it used to be before. And even when Josh joined, we had around 100 people in our, like, 80 people, I think, in our GSP program. It was yeah, somewhere around so. there. We had, like, 10 studios or something like that. Nice. Yeah. All that Like, all crazy. developing games monthly. Um, They're constantly upda- updating, like, well, uh, upgrading their skills monthly. a little bit. Eh, it, it's, it, yeah. it, was, it was a lot less uh, organized than it is now. Because now, like, mm-hmm. um, all the lectures are done online. We do everything way faster. Uh, there's always constant help mm. for people who need it, and yeah, it's just yeah. we we're it's way more organized more than we, than when we yeah. than when we were uh, student organization. Because now we're we're an actual business, so we got to make sure it's actually business like. Yeah, we were very memey at the beginning <laughs> with our games. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we did. Uh, you remember? Were you in that one, the chicken nugget dating sim? No, I, I was. I so I <laughs> oh wasn't boy. there. Chicken I wasn't. Nugget I wasn't dating. in the club when that they made the chicken uh, nugget dating sim. That was that uh, was such a terrible meme. I actually have the picture of Josh uh, at the at his oh, first yes! game jam. At his very first game jam, I have that picture. Send of Send it to Skyler. Send it to me. Skyler yeah, will yeah, put yeah. it. No, on that stream. was my first one. That was the second one. That was my second game jam. That was the one where we did the because the first game jam I was remote, so you don't have a picture. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. now. This is the second game jam then here. Lucky you, Josh. Uh, the this second is, game jam, I went there in person. This part of his testimonial. Let me see if I can crop it, actually. Hold on. Uh, this this my, is Josh presenting uh, his first oh game gosh. in the in the Microsoft Look building. At this, <laughs> Look at this boy. Oh, and uh, they made a game based on Ikea, I think. And it was basically a puzzle game. It was, oh, it was so funny, but it was so incomplete. Hey! hey. <laughs> there he is. There's our boy. Damn, dude! Look with at the my, with my college T-shirt on. Very nice. And college hair, man. Yep. Shit. College hair <laughs> with our our knockoff IKEA game. Amazing. Oh god! Yeah, I saw that. No, yeah. that that was so much fun though. Like that game that jam was so, much fun. was so stressful, but it was so much fun. 
I think, uh... Um, because well, you had, like... We, we hadn't even figured out really what we were doing until, like, mid through the second day. Yeah. Like, we were still, like, throwing ideas off each other, like, what should we do? Wait, was it... Was it, Mel was on your team during, team during yeah. this, right? So this was the first game yeah. jam, then? Because... This... No, no, no. My first game jam was the Chicken Nugget Dating Center. Oh, right, right, right. All right. I'm yeah, this was the my... second one. It was my first. Right, right, right. It yeah. was my first game jam. But, uh... <laughs> essentially, jo- Josh and his team are, like... Like, struggle Like, first, first night, they're struggling to have an idea. Second day comes, they're still struggling to have an idea. Then midway through that day, they figure it out. And then, like... Yeah. It's, like... If you've ever been in a game jam... Like, we hosted one, like, uh... Last... Like, the end, near the end of last year, actually. And, uh... Running it and helping students like figure out what the hell they're doing. Oh man, I do not want to be in that position again. As much as I love <laughs> game jams, I'm happy to be in the managerial position because game jams so are what, stressful. So is that like creatively guiding them that role? Yeah, like helping them what to do. Yeah, so essentially, it's either like helping them follow the guidelines, uh, reminding what the theme is, uh, hosting some mm. of our workshops. Like sometimes we'll have a. Uh, we had a three a two D animation in three D in two D uh, sprites and three D animation workshop from uh from I think it was a BMCC faculty named Tom Eden and he's worked on stuff like Fairly Odd Parents and a bunch of no no uh I forgot what show he worked on I can look that up in a little bit but he's worked on a bunch of really cool like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon shows Kids Next Door that's what it was mm. he worked on Kids Next oh. Door. Kids Next Door was Cartoon Network, right? Cartoon yes. Network, yeah, yeah. And he, so like, he's doing uh, 2D animation in three D environments, and uh, we have a bunch of other workshops going on during the day with like VR, VR uh, workshops and stuff like that. On top of uh, helping students figure out what they're doing, <laughs> because a lot of students yeah. did not know what they were doing, or they Help they were like sometimes. Yeah, they lose yeah, focus and then they they just don't know where to go. But yeah, overall, it was I a re- really fun event. Some great games came out of it. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. I remember we had one bug, and it was a bug with Unity. I don't remember exactly what it was, but we went and got like an actual like Unity professional to come and help us figure out like what the issue we were running into was. It was really great because you get to see like you have no many you know, no idea how many situations Anthony and I have wanted an Unreal professional to fix our stupid bugs. <laughs> I, I was about I was about to say that's probably something you still wish you had. <laughs> Very yeah. much so, dude. Hmm. We just have to rely on the the forum trolls who think they know how to do things in Unreal. Yes. Yeah, and what's also really good is that the forums for Unreal migrated and they didn't like yeah. provide redirect it's links. It's really so hard to find the you, redirects for any you, of them. Oh, God. You, you like Google something, you're like, oh shit, this might be it. And you click and it's like, community has moved. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I I completely oh, wow. understand that. Like we're we're trying. So what we were trying to do was we were trying to teach all of our uh, all of our exhibitors for our event coming up about Hopin because that's the that's uh, how we're planning the conve- the online convention, right? And then we mm-hmm. find out we've been sending people support links that don't work because they moved <laughs> uh, all their no. support links to Zendesk, but they didn't redirect any of them, so it just takes you to oh. the homepage. Uh, but the preview still works but the preview still works that's the weirdest part if you go to the preview it tells you what the title of the support page is yeah yeah it's it's so weird that's funny yeah that that's uh okay josh so josh gets in well josh take it away you can segue into your next thing i wanted to know the story of the Mm. broncoli entrance now we got it i mean that wasn't really the full story now, was it? I guess it kind of was. I don't want to hear anything else about Josh. I want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, we nobody wants to hear about me. It's okay. I, I had No, that's not true. I had to interview Josh for our social media. So people do want to That's hear about true. Josh. 
That's fair. Yes, I should just I should just read off my interview because I'm pretty sure I was more eloquent then. <laughs> All right, what, what's that? Yeah, that's that's debatable. That, that's debatable, Josh. That's debatable. I'll let that slide. I'll let that slide. Fifty thousand ums, fifty thousand likes, uh, something. Can, can, short pause. It's okay. It was edited out. We had one of our staff transcribe that, and it was. Uh, oh no! He did. Oh he boy! Did, I feel he sorry he, for that. He said he's never manually transcribing anything ever again after we made him do that. <laughs> Amazing. Who, who, do I know that? Do I? It was Kendi. No. It was Kendi. Oh, poor Kendi. Yeah. Tell Kendi, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Rip Kendi. Sorry, Kendi. Rip Kendi. <laughs> anyway. Okay, um, Ben. I'm going to ask you a question since I can't rely on Josh to transition things no, you properly. Got it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to ask you a question. Ben, what is your favorite? What are your top three video games to play for fun? And what are your top three video games that you say have the best design? Ooh. Which may That's not be hard. It doesn't have to be three. It can be one. It can be more. Yeah. I, the three is arbitrary. You can start with but, one. But, that, but that's one, my interest. I'm interested in those two questions. Yeah. I think my top three games is probably... Xenoblade Chronicles, the original. Uh, Definitive Edition takes that is the same spot. Uh, Fallout mm. New Vegas, and probably Halo Three. That that's okay. been Let's so. Let's go. Look at that. Halo Three is the reason I got an Xbox, and it was incredible. But uh, my most my favorite design game is probably New Vegas. I think okay. that's the only game I've ever seen or played where I could just go. Hear me out. What if I just did everything? And then it was different every single time, despite the fact that nothing changed about what I was doing. Like that's every, cool. Yeah, everything I did about like I've I've gotten every single ending in Fallout New Vegas. I am not the type of player to do that. I I don't like completing games like that. I just go, and then when I feel like I'm ready to finish the game, I finish the game. But in New Vegas, I was mm-hmm. like, hear me out. What if every single storyline fit? What if every single storyline was just good? Oh, I yeah, I, I, I think it's a huge game too. It's yeah, it's like. For its for its age, like it's aged still really really well. Honestly, I like it. If anyone hasn't played New Vegas yet, please go do so. It's better than Elder Scrolls. I'm sorry, I love Fallout more than Elder Scrolls. It's just how it is. I may or may not have never played either of those games. Okay, then hear me out. It's your time. Anthony after, could play after, it for after more this. Than go like download the minutes. game. It's like ten dollars. You can stream it. I promise you, you Anthony would stop playing the second he's like, oh. I have to walk through the wasteland to find someone to talk to. I'm done. I'm out. I'm no, out. No, no. That's Anthony. But you get to shoot giant ants and radioactive bears and reptiles. That's the kind of sales that's pitch true. I'm looking shooting. for. Yeah, that's true. yeah. That's you, you you could just ignore the entire story and just go. I just want to kill people and just shoot as many people as you want. And that's part <laughs> of the story. That's crazy. Okay, fair. Right on. But but but. I'm gonna see. Can you any other ones after New Vegas? Best designed ones because Skyler did ask three. The man's a good guy. Uh, like, come on, give it to him. Hmm. I know you got some in your in head. In terms of JRPGs, it, I think uh, I'm probably gonna have to put Xenoblade there too. I don't think Persona's you're not allowed anywhere to say your favorite best. games it's are okay. also the best designed games. For the <laughs> I mean, that's why that's why they're my favorite though. Okay, also, it's okay. Xenoblade's design is pretty good. Yeah. But I think um, the last one is probably FF14. I okay. I think that ga- for, for an MMO, that game is like, I hate MMOs. I love that game. I, I don't have time to play it, which is why I don't play it. But like, I love that game to death. What, what about Xenoblade Chronicles design appeals to you so much? Uh, there's no grinding. You don't like... That's true. I, as, as, a, as a person who plays long-ass games, I put 300 oh, actually, hours into that game. 
I, didn't I really didn't grind that, once. But yeah, I've never ever grinded. There is no grinding away. in that game. Yeah, because uh, essentially the game goes. You want to play story? Here's actually good story. The, you want to play gameplay? The gameplay is just incredible. Like everything about it feels right. The movement is great. Um, like the dialogue when you're talking to people is fantastic. Like in English, uh, I haven't seen in Japanese. I don't know Japanese, mm. so I can, I'm not. I don't have. I can't talk about that. Uh, and then like. Just the, the feel, every, everything about the feel of the game and the aesthetics of the game is just incredible. Mm. Like, so you have like, to give it that progression wise, Xenoblade does like go so smoothly. Yeah. Like, I actually, I didn't even realize until you said that there was no grinding in the game because it just never even occurred to me, which is crazy because every game I play has grinding. Yeah, in like, it. like you just don't think about it. Like, you don't think about it. It's, yeah. it's something you don't think about until you beat the game. Yeah. And then you play the game again. Yeah. <laughs> Except new, I, new game plus. I have, so you, I old, so, oh sorry. So Xenoblade Chronicles. No, you're good. It's cool. But have you played Charles Barkley's Shut Up and Jam Gaiden? No, not yet. You should. I have. It's, it, I it's have a strong played. entry in the RPG RPG genre, in my opinion. <laughs> I I've played a lot of uh, other fun games like that. I've played uh, Shaolin versus Wu Tang. If you Wu Tang, if you've uh, ever heard uh-huh. of that fighting game, uh-huh. or um. The swords and sandal games. I own all of them on Steam. Don't ask why. They're just they're just. Uh, if you've ever played flash games as a kid, it's like that. And those are the epitome <laughs> oh, flash of games. not well designed, but still fun somehow. Very flash good. Very for, good. Uh... Okay, you're all this game talk has me uh, curious. You see, you seem like a busy guy, Ben. Would you would you say you're a busy guy? Yeah. Okay. How ma- how many hours a week do you play games? Uh, you think that's hard because I think it's probably only around I say only but it's around like 10 to 15 hours because like I'm either playing games with friends on discord uh, which is why I don't play single player games anymore it's like really hard for me to find time so I'm either playing games on discord so I can also get the socialization or I'm not playing games like Monster Hunter Rise has been a blessing because I get to play that but with friends Oh, Monster Hunter Rise fan fuck! Dude, with Sean Ooh. fucking Rollick in the Discord would be so. I have, awesome. I have Monster Hunter Rise people in the Discord. You do? Uh-huh. I need to. I need to. I need to get it because it's very. Yeah, because Ben has it. it now. I'm letting you know now, though. The story ends so quickly that you can beat. You can beat like the uh, a story, the for the single player in mm-hmm. like two hours probably. Ooh, but the multiplayer, the multiplayer content is really, really big. That's like the bit the drop. Sounds like something Anthony would appreciate. Anthony yeah. likes going straight into gameplay. <laughs> Two hours is good. Yeah. <laughs> but can we okay. really call the rampages gameplay? Can no. we? No. No. They're very bad. <laughs> I, I don't like them. I, I I've seen people who like them. I love the new wire bug system where you get to be Spider Man yeah, and Monster Hunter. But playing tower defense in a game about killing big monsters is. It doesn't feel right. I like yeah. tower defense. It's not a good I, tower defense. It's okay. like bad tower defense. <laughs> yeah. I, um, well, yeah. I, I should still probably get it. I was actually going oh, to. Oh, no, I, I think it's a great game. It's yeah. just the, I just no. don't think those missions are good. Um, but I anyway. Keep, I keep being like, do I get this new game or do I play one of like the hundred games on my backlist? And this is my like eternal struggle. <laughs> right. I actually don't have a backlog somehow. Nice. Oh, wow, that's, shit. That's, that's incredible, actually. I don't know That's how I did pacing it. Pacing right there. I beat. Yeah. I, Skyler, were you going to say something? Oh no, go ahead. You're good. Okay. I so I finished my entire backlog, uh, like last year. And there's nothing on it now, and like I just buy games so I have more things to play. But like somehow I completed it, and I'm just like, I, I'm like in a transcendent That's state of gaming crazy, at this point. Dude. 
<laughs> that's amazing. I wish I had yeah. enough time it's in my life. Hey, you are the first like legit gamer I've ever talked to <laughs> who's finished their backlog. I completed the unsurmountable Ooh. mountain. I've seriously never even heard of that. <laughs> anyway, okay, right. On. I have I have some questions as well. I've been writing as you've been talking to Josh, but Josh, if, if you want to bring up another point, I'll ask. If not, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So. Um, take, take as spoiler much alert, Josh has no more points to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. I, uh, Josh will bring up the Josh I'm not will, sufficiently Josh will prepared. A, Shocker. Josh will, Josh will go in a circle and bring up the same point somehow. I'm just waiting for it. No, no, I won't. I promise I won't. Josh, you have no idea Wait, have... what our what our developer meetings are like. Josh and Anthony both have that skill. So we just, oh, yes. we're just there. Yeah. If it makes yes. you feel better, so do I. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Hey. Okay, Ben. So you were talking about like in the the way that some of these game I'm going to call them game jams. I think you called That's them fine. something else, but okay. Um, that some of the way that these game jams get started is that somebody's got an idea, if I remember correctly, and then you you try and bring together people of different specializations, like a programmer, artist. Mm-hmm. Um, what were what were those specializations that you're kind of looking for? You named off a few, like programmer and artist, but I think you said more than that, right? Yeah. So that so uh, so I, I misunderstood. So ga- we we host a game jam yearly, and we hosted our first last year. We're gonna host a few more, but that's our game studio program. It's a fellowship program we run for students. Um, okay. And essentially, what we're sometimes we'll be looking for like uh, English majors, which are into creative writing and narrative, um, audio Writers. designers, okay, gotcha. audio designers and engineers. Um, we're also looking for obviously programmers in any engine. It could be at uh, Unity, Game Maker, Unreal Engine, like etc. Uh, and then we're also always looking for art people. Like if there's a field that that somehow correlates to game design, we will find a place to put you. Or like, well, and I, that's awesome. I I was curious which one, which one do you like get the most of. Like, do you get, do you have more artists than you do programmers or it's pretty even across the, across specializations, like a headcount perspective? I think we actually used to have more programmers than art people. And I think now we have more art people than programmers. Art is always the biggest one. Art art and programming are usually the biggest two. Because everyone who goes into game design, they go to college and they're like, yeah, I have to learn coding. You don't have to learn coding. I promise you, if you don't like coding, you don't have to learn it. People are always looking for new coders, and it's a really important skill. But you don't have to code. I'm telling you this because I wanted to code. I, I thought I had to code at first, and I didn't like it. I hated it. You don't have to code. Well, I promise you. Especially with like the advent of these new like visual scripting tools, if you will, that the yeah. engines have, right? Exactly. Um, it's making it so that non-programmers can make these games for sure. Yeah, Unless yeah. Anthony is your boss. Yeah, Ben, you uh, you better watch. You're not out. contributing any logic to our main line, but <laughs> oh no, oh no, uh, Josh, I'm what just kidding. They, Josh, what are they doing to you? What's the weakest specialization? Hey, Josh is a programmer, so he can shut up. I like he, he's got to do no, a good job. Okay, no we have to hold the standard here. I will here. say, I recently no at Ko Koala, Josh has been our basically our lead That's artist. True. He has done basically yeah, I've basically programming. been an environmental designer. I haven't actually touched a line of code in months. In but time. not because it's because he's got talent, Ben. Yeah, he's he got does. talent. You no, guys, you I'm guys mean. missed your chance at getting a good artist. You thought he was a coder. <laughs> No, nah, that's where the D and D skills. He thought he was a coder. The D and D 
skills. Yeah, that's, that's where the true. D and D skills oh. kick in. Right. That, that, but that's he keeps where all like the art, putting chicken from. nuggets and everything, and I'm so confused. Like, yes. it's not. I just, you <laughs> slander. Okay. okay. Slander. If you ever see a chicken nugget from Josh, just know it's it's from us. It's not. <laughs> okay. It's from Josh and us. I've been indoctrinated. This is an EGD nuggy. I'll I'll remember that. Now, Ben, what's the least represented specialization? Writer. Mm. It's probably uh, audio designer, actually. So, oh, Anthony, they got effects. room for you. Uh, I'll be. Uh, they'll accept me. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think it, it, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, I'm not super in tune with no, the program because I know that I'm not the program director, but like I still check in every now and then. I still look at it, and I'm pretty sure that's the the one we have the least of. Although, interesting. If, yeah. For those in chat, if you are or if you are into sound design and you want to join a studio. That may be that this could be your start. It's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, just the English boys I was talking to you about, they have legitimately reached out to me. One's, a, one's interested in writing. The other ones, I'm not confident they know what they're interested in. And then the other one was, I think, more like design kind of stuff. Do you guys have, like, designers in these studios like when you do the game giant do you have like a because i think you said you went to school for game design is that true yeah mm -hmm. so do you guys have designers like a role just for the designers who are just uh building out the systems and kind of um prioritizing what gets built by the team from a design perspective so, i think that's a little bit more of like a project leads role and that one really depends okay. but uh when i say designer i mean more of like the art Either be it concept art, in-game art, etc. So like okay. art people, that's usually what it is. For a designer, um, that like whoever the the the, the studio lead is, because uh, we set them up in studios based on their like school year and their their what they what the position is. And from there we go, okay, um, you guys can decide between yourself who you want the leader to be. They'll be helping you create the game design document, they'll be leading discussions, etc. And I so think the leader, uh, of the, the, leader, the leader of the team is the one who's doing the like, mm -hmm. like core mechanical decisions in the game, or who's doing that kind of stuff? Like what kind of what the gameplay is like? Like that kind of design? Is there a role for that, or is that more crowdfunded? Usually, usually it's crowdfunded and brainstorming. So they'll get together. Like um, we'll say, like okay, this is our lecture day. We're gonna do a lecture in uh, on on our Google Hangouts. And then from there, we're going to go, we're going to set you into your breakout rooms, and you're going to start your game design doc. And you'll all be contributing to it, or you can have, like, two people contribute to it. Um, that's the one role that's not always super defined, but essentially, usually usually the whole studio gets experience with it. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially, with, I mean, design's a very broad yeah. term, right? I mean, you have you have, like, level design, you have the... You know, like the narrative design, you have the like the programming design. Like, there's a lot of different things that that kind of covers. So, especially to give like everybody a chance to kind of have their input, it's better to do that. I think in that case, in like a group kind of yeah. Uh, I, a lot of teams end up in a scenario though where like you have too there's too many cooks in the kitchen from a design perspective, and then like it's usually very beneficial to have someone who has the final say from a design perspective. Definitely. So you don't like uh, sure. run around which is, in circles. Which is why you have the lead, right? You have the one person who's yeah. like kind of leading the group, but also to have everyone else's input as well. Of course. Yeah, that, that's that's why a lot of the team leader, like everyone works on it together, but a team leader usually gets to make the final call. Like I, I think, cool. Josh, you probably experienced this a good bit during the the that game jam who from earlier because it was probably Kira. Like 
Kira's probably Kira. Actually. Kira's our current CEO, born leader. Okay. Don't get me wrong. So she she basically took the the role of directing everything. She actually did sound, but on the side of doing sound, she also she was also ma- making all the main decisions on like how they were doing their puzzles, um, what what art was good, what wasn't, um, whether like overseeing code to make sure everything's working okay, like etc. Like she did that on top of her team leader positions, team leader. Yeah. Responsibilities, that's the word. And now she's our CEO, so that's one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I right wish on. I still had that game to show you guys. I probably do That'd somewhere. Be fun. But cry. Not on my not on this computer. If you right have now. that laptop that it's on, that's Kira's laptop actually, right? In that picture. No, it was on my laptop. It's on my you, laptop. You somewhere. probably have it on my, your laptop. My, my my school laptop is probably like covered in dust somewhere. I could probably find it. Wait, so I have a question. But uh, not for this stream. Are you telling me that after this stream, everyone can go to the KO Koala server and you'll upload the game there to play? Yeah, to the oh, Discord. Oh. And it'll be the first official, the first unofficial the most, KO Koala uh, game oh, no. release. Oh, New Parthenon no. update. Yeah. Play Josh's oh, no. Nuggie game. Oh, God. This, no, not, not the Nugget game. This was the, this was the, the Ikea game. game. The Ikea game. Uh, I, I don't have the, the cursed chicken nugget dating sim okay. anymore. That is, that is gone. Still has it, I think. Fuck, that's what we need. I, that's I, like I, a boy. hot... Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm saying uh, our CEO might so still bad. have it. Because she was, she was on the same team as Josh. So... If she has it, I can bring it over if you guys want. That would be hilarious. That would be amazing. <laughs> it sounds Please. like it's like the hot hot boyfriend sequel. It's it's not even. It's not it was so bad. <laughs> no, so like so when we were making that, I don't know what, what what we were on when we thought of that. Like we thought that was a good idea. I don't know why we thought that was What do you but mean? But anyhow, we had this like weird like we tried to do this like it was like this clicking combat system or something and we didn't finish the entire game so it was like half a game and i had to go through all of the text to basically i rewrote a whole bunch of like the root because there was so many uh grammatical errors uh it was so bad (laughs) wait (laughs) like so josh you're telling me you didn't enjoy the chicken nugget dating sim yeah, what the fuck, Josh? Of course oh, I enjoyed didn't. making it because it was hilarious. <laughs> He's bronze but looking and back what on do it, you expect? Looking He's back elite. on no, no, no. it, it's he, like, oh, cringe. He's a league cringe. player. He's a league player. It's understandable. They can't okay, It's understandable. Um, all right. I'm not a league player anymore. I'm quit. I'm clean. Yeah, I'm, report, like, I'm like report. three months clean. <laughs> yes. He's Dota now. So No, I'm not I'm not Dota either. We're, I'm, I'm We're moving on. Clean. We're moving to a new question. A new path in the itinerary. All right, Ben. Ooh. We got two questions for you. You very got important. They're my most two valued questions for any human being to evaluate whether I like them or not. Which are what is your no favorite pressure. animal and what is your favorite food? Okay. Easy. Favorite animal bear. Okay. Favorite what, food a, a, any type of bear? Or just uh, bears in general? Probably polar bears. Okay. And favorite their, food, their livers kill you if you eat them. So I hope that's not your favorite. It's okay, food. I'm not eating them. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Favorite food is schnitzel. Uh, oh, very nice. Ooh. It's. I think it's originally German, but yeah. I eat the the Middle Eastern version. Mm. So all the Middle Eastern spices, etc. Uh, I grew up on it. Oh, it's that might be fucking most. good. That yeah. might be good. I have told schnitzel sucked in fucking Germany when I went. No. Okay. Oh, yo, yeah. it's delicious. Yeah, I can send you a recipe. I promise you okay. it's amazing. Uh, yeah, send us a recipe for sure. <laughs> yes, please. 
Cool. Thank you. Those are good answers to those questions. You're 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 approved. Skyler trusts you. Yes, Skyler trusts you now. It's it's a it's a barrier you have Anthony, to cross. Anthony, you gotta stop pirate uh, eye patching. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, if you it's want, a, it's a like it's a, a stress. Fidget, you know, totally. when I'm stressed, this is actually oh, a sign oh, that I'm uncomfortable. You know, I'm okay. If you want, I can make it really appealing for you. I can send you some pictures of some I made. Yeah, give yes. me some. Send them to we me have again. A food I'll put them on the stream. We yes, we would love it. Yeah, send it to Skyler now. We'll put it on the stream. You know, I wanted to ask you um, about your. You you probably have had some interactions with game industry professionals mm-hmm. that that I don't like. Have, you you got. A, let me put this together better. You have a game design degree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did it feel like legit? Like you needed it to be in the industry and slash have you gotten feed at feedback from indus- industry professionals at all about how necessary the current educational options around game design and s- development stuff are for entering into the industry the, okay this is actually a really amazing question and there's a few good answers for this uh they all work though but it's very okay so my thing is i think you both need it and you don't um you, I think for some people, um, school works better for them, and it's a better way for them to learn. Like, it's just like, I know for myself, I actually don't think I got a good experience out of school, besides the, the organization, because, like, I wouldn't be here if not for that. But I don't think my experience was super great, because our school didn't have a lot of support for it, or our professors were amazing, but they didn't get enough support from their department, or some schools don't even have the programs, period, and they just go, just learn programming, and then maybe you can get into mm-hmm. it. And that doesn't always work. But when there are schools that specialize in it, they're like, oh, we have these programs. For instance, I think like uh, sometimes Full Sail's okay. Marissa's pretty good. Uh, like when you go to schools like that, there's a lot to learn. Be it portfolio building, resume experience, internships, career opportunities from the school itself. There's a lot of really good advantages you can get from those schools. But it depends. Because uh, game programming is a lot like coding where you can entirely teach yourself coding. And you can entirely teach yourself game design. And I think both are very valid options. It just depends on what type of person you are and how you prefer to learn. Cool. Cool. Interesting. Um, what what kind of uh, feedback did you get from the, obviously, for industry professionals yeah. to come and check you guys out before you were even legit means that there was excitement, enthusiasm from their perspective around what you guys were doing. Um I don't know. Do you have any like noteworthy kind of highlight stories? You you talked about the insomniac artist, right? Technical artist coming to speak. Any? I don't know. Passing comments, cool talks, it, moments where you've interacted with industry professionals or industry companies that, that were cool. Uh there's a lot. That's, I I think for yeah, exam- that stand out to you, maybe top three or something. Hmm. I don't know if there's a top three per se because. But the number one is, if, for example, like, that think it's, like, a legitimate path and have made the comment that it's legitimate is, mm, that's hard. I don't have a good answer for this. I'm going to be honest with you, but I think what I might say is G Fuel, honestly. Like, they were the first big sponsor. They were the first big supporter to say, okay, affordable game design is something we want to put our name on. Affordable game design in college and affordable game design education is something we want to endorse. And it's something worth putting our hard cash towards. And I think the hard cash su- support is more than a lot of 
people can say. But I've also had a lot of uh, developers, in, like based in New York City, say, "Wow, this event was incredible." I got a lot of feedback from your students, um, and I think there's a lot of stuff I may implement in my game now. And now this is something. Now I and like I have a better opinion of of game games education because I know a lot. Of, there's a few developers like in a lot of places who don't appreciate it too much, and I don't blame them because it's not great everywhere. But where it's great, or where where um, students support it, or the administration supports it, it can go really far. Cool, awesome. Let me uh, let me ask a follow up to Anthony's question, which I think was maybe part of his question, but didn't come mm-hmm. up come off. Um, what's your like favorite talk or like either lecture that a game an industry professional mm-hmm. has given at one of the conventions, or just like a conversation you had with an industry professional about anything gaming or otherwise? I'm just curious. Any cool anecdotes like that? I think one of my one of my favorite talks is probably this uh, this design and VR uh, talk that we did, and it was essentially someone teaching the entire class in VR about how to how to operate in VR, how to how to code in how to code for VR games, how to use VR with Unity, and it's like to me when I sat down, I went okay, like. I'm doing a good job. This is the future of games. And every student that we send out into the industry is going to take this lesson and go, oh, wow, we're doing something with it. We're finally, we're like, we're here. We did it. That's all. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. I mean, psh, shit. Yeah, that's Kale awesome. Koala is very happy about EGD. We think it's sick. Okay. When we, one day when we actually fucking make money, we'll help you guys out. <laughs> True. <laughs> no no hear me out hear me out hear me out once we make money we'll start sending gsp if you need people for your program we can send more joshes to you we oh more joshes (laughs) we've got more gsp students in the worst because mass produced josh (laughs) something something we've actually wanted to talk about and we've uh something that's probably being planned soon is gsp students like seniors and like linking them to career opportunities because like obviously that's like not every studio is going to have the money to do it right away, but like having access to a pipeline of great, like already trained, they have good portfolios, they have like consistent work in the consistent work in game development straight to studios is like way better than them having to apply to every single studio. And then a bot rejects four of their resumes and then they're just sitting there like, why is no one looking at my resume? No, man. Absolutely. That's 150%. Awesome. I got my career opportunities through an intern placement program. So I, I was in a program mm. that had relationships with companies that like got you, yeah, got you that extra like step in, if you will, got you past the box, yeah. as, you're, as you say, right? Which, which is awesome. Uh, so that's, that's super cool. Um, Josh, before I ask some of my maybe last questions, mm. um, do you have anything that you want to add? Uh, I feel like I've, I w- I wanted to say something I forgot now. <laughs> Typical Josh, of course. Typical Josh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I give Josh so much shit, but he's he's he's, he's a great kid. Yes. No, it's okay. Uh, I, I do the same thing. Uh, no, I saw you got uh, <laughs> you guys got sponsored by NordVPN this year. Oh yeah, that that tweet went out today. We we got a yeah. I saw that. I retweeted it for you. <laughs> we got a tweet on our main account. Um, uh, NordVPN because we got a NordVPN is one of the sponsors this year. And I was like, I saw the NordVPN sponsor today. I saw them tweet out about our event, and I'm like, we've made it. We're there. We're on that YouTuber level now. 
Yeah, man. YouTuber level. No, fuck. Just I was going to uh, say that when you said G Fuel. G Fuel is pr- rather notorious for being hard to secure sponsorship yeah. opportunities for. So we also cool. we we had G Fuel, and then the next year we had Game Fuel, which is real weird. But like, I mean, to be things. honest, I mean, to be honest, that your guys is the the EGD demographic, the hardcore gamers who uh, risk. You know, everything for a non-legit club of game design. I mean, you guys are good target demographic yeah. for some G Fuel, Now I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But still, that's still like, like you said, uh, for them to put some money towards it. You, you put your money where your mouth is, you know what I mean? Yeah, because sure. it's that's really hard cool. to get companies to put money up for you. Especially yep. when you're doing, like, our mm-hmm. event is completely free. Like... We 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 like we were running it at the time for the sake of running the event, not for making money. And honestly, that's still the case. Like our event is still completely free to everyone. Like, and we we even try to we try to pay speakers where possible. Uh, we we let people exi- we let studios exhibit for free. Like, so if you're like an indie studio, for instance, and you have like a game you want to show off, the you can mm-hmm. you can apply and and potentially get in for free and be like, wow, like this is an opportunity I would not have gotten otherwise. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like a, we want to lift up the industry and make it a better place for everyone. Yeah, no, the dude, that's awesome. That's I also lost my amazing. Point very impressed. I've been very impressed. Um, Tell your CEO. I'm sorry. What was her name again? Kira. Kira. I forget. Tell her that you did a great job. You totally <laughs> sold us. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I have a question now, though. So. You can't talk all about indie games and not, but your top three games were all AAA games. So I want to know what okay. your favorite indie game is. Okay, I'm gonna have to go through my Steam list. Um, I cool. know Loop Hero is great. It's it's I've only okay. started playing it recently. Easily one of my favorites. Um, Iconic, it's pretty new, isn't it? It's pretty new, yeah. Iconoclast mm-hmm. is another one I played recently. I mm-hmm. love that game okay. to death. Iconoclast is fantastic. Um, is that, Iconoclast was made by was it by Supergiant? Who made Iconoclast? You're muted. Yeah, what? this guy that accidentally muted himself. I yeah. think maybe uh, who made Iconoclast? <laughs> Wait, I, I didn't hear it. I said who made Iconoclast? I, I can't remember who it was. Uh, oh no, no I, one I've heard. For some reason, I know about that game, and I thought it was because of the developer, but it's not because of the developer. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Skullgirls is actually an indie mm. game. Funnily enough, that's another one of my favorite indie games of all time. I think like you can look at that game and tell the love that was poured into that game. It's just absolutely incredible. And then Yeah, uh, I've played a lot of Schoolgirls actually. I love that game. I think I don't know if this is considered an indie game actually. Like maybe not anymore, but like Hades. Cuz mm-hmm. I don't know if people still consider I mean, Super Hades, G- well, Super Giant is like a, an interesting situation. Hades is basically a triple A game at this point. But, it has more Yeah, yeah that, that's than okay. The that, that's fair. Game. But, that, that, but I, I still I, I appreciate that answer still. It's definitely lesser known, right, than most AAA titles. So yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. and Inner Sloth Games, uh, even before Among mm-hmm. Us, like, uh, what, what was what was the... what did they do before Among Us? Wait, I don't even know. I think it was, they had a bunch of like point and click adventure games, and those are always, I think is a uh, Henry Stickman. Oh. I think it's called. Those are fantastic. That's where the airship comes from. That new ship actually in Among Us. Oh, it's from one of their older games, uh, Henry Stickman. I. I love those games to death. I played them as a kid. I still play them now. They're fantastic. Mm. Don't worry. I, know. I played my favorite. My favorites are triple A's, but I know my indie games. Good, mm. uh, Anthony. What were no. you gonna ask? All right, Ben. It's time you. 
You might be a panda bear loving we made uh, it. schnitzel, which, by the way, the picture was fucking awesome. I saw it, Skylar. Yeah, pol- polar bear loving, but polar bear. You were close. <laughs> polar. I said polar bear. I said polar bear loving schnitzel. I said panda bear. I said panda. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> no, no, not, okay. not panda bears. <laughs> but are good though. We do need to know the most important question, Ben. If one of these. If you can only choose one of these and the other one ceases to exist, never existed before. Oh, I hate oh, these no, okay. okay. I hate these questions. The, it gets wiped from existence. You would have never gotten to experience it. Uh, you have to even think that hard. Okay. Would you choose pizza or burgers? Burgers. Let's go. Wait, which one? It, it stays or it goes away? I'm so sad to say it goes away. I'm a New Yorker. I, I yes. have okay, no, no. The, the team pizza. So, I take if, it back. If you would pizza. ask me, if you would ask me any other food, I probably would have said burgers. Pizza is one of the only foods I can put above burgers. It's oh, actually I, I see what you're saying. You I see what you're he saying. lives in okay. New York. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Favorite. Listen, which is fair? What's your favorite pizza topping? Uh, I don't actually. I usually like a really like classic cheese slice, but oh. topping, I would go yep, once um, again. The, what is it? The penne, the penne vodka, uh, to, like basically it's penne vodka, uh, baked on top of the on top of the pizza. It's so Damn. good. All right, we're going with the, the classic fuck? cheese pizza, or we're putting an entire Italian dish on our pizza. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. It, I don't think you'll like see it outside it. of New York. But no, it's it sounds so good. good. Sounds yeah, good. It, it's fair. The I I accept that New Yorkers have. Uh, bit of a unique experience there i went one time we went to go visit josh had a bur- a pizza on the corner ish of his house yeah i don't know josh if you yeah, you went to the wrong one by the way i know which dude one that's fucking to. fate's fault i was just it i was just fate's going fault. wherever okay you went to the wrong one she, she, she made a mistake now the the real question <laughs> you, you need to, to ask uh, anyone from new york pizza or bagels that's the hard one that mm. actually is a hard one my bagels God. I, okay bagels, so what 100 i hope you say really bagels <laughs> Goes, Skyler? I'm not sure. What? No, you, I said bagels. Goes? Wait, wait. Tequila? No, or to bagel go, stays, away? dude. What Stay. the fuck? See, that's so hard for me because I grew up on That's really hard. I'm Jewish, so obviously bagels. Like, something I've grown up with, I love it to death. And also, like, bagels are just absolutely incredible. There's like, no food that beats a good-ass bagel great. and lox with some oh, that, cream cheese, some capers, some onions. I, that's why I was going to say bagel has the advantage. You put some shit in there, bacon, man. That's, that's fair. But like, a, a lox bagel? That's fucking a good idea, Skyler. Uh, I had a friend well, come over. you've never had a lox bagel? Are you high? You've never had a lox bagel? Wait, you've never had a lox bagel? Okay, next time you come to visit yeah, Josh, invite me. I'll take you. I'll take you to a bunch of amazing bagel places. Don't you? Oh, fucking! We need to go to New York. We know more yes. New Yorkers we than Colorado whole, people at this point. Yeah, we can have a whole outing. The funny part is next, I, next year. Next year, when we all come to the Waffle Games uh, in person. True. 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 <laughs> good segue, Josh. This was one of the last things I wanted to. I Josh wanted to ask you about. Have you talked about this I finally Friday? Did my job once. Yeah. <laughs> This Friday, Waffle Games 4.0. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's correct. That's what that's what's happening. And 
for those who are in stream, yours truly are going to be there. We are going to be at the EGD Waffle Games 4.0, and I fucking sent a content leak, baby. So we've got the information in. Can you tell us a little bit about what Waffle Games are and you know what people can expect? So Waffle Games is our yearly convention. It's something we do it every single year. Um, it's completely free, and it's something we do for the entire community of games, not just students. Uh, it's 25 panels, five, tur- like, tournaments, panels, it's a giant virtual expo hall, which K.O. Koala's gonna be at, uh, speed networking to either new students across the country or even industry professionals, and a live Q&A at every single panel, so you can talk to people who have worked at Disney, Anbox, NVIDIA, Turtle Beach, Warhammer 40k, Elder Scrolls Legends, uh, this year we have the, the, uh, the music composer for Crash Bandicoot and Jack and Daxter, like, there there are some really big names and if whether you're interested in esports or game design it is the best probably the best most freest event on the east coast for esports and game design most freest (laughs) yeah i I, honestly i saw the prices for entry and i was like wow that's fucking good like i you know there are no prices that's just just donations that's like if you want to donate yeah oh okay shit okay even even better. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The event is entirely free. You don't even have to have like a basic membership for us, with which, which is our free membership tier. Um, you can literally just sign up for the event. Although we do encourage you to sign up for basic membership. You get access to all of our other events. But like, it's a completely free event. We do it every single year, and like, there we just there's so many industry professionals that come in. They're happy to talk. They impart their knowledge on whoever asks for it. It's incredible. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll be plugging it more as the week goes on, but especially for the people who are right now in stream, come check out. If nothing else, like, you can talk to Josh even, maybe, on yeah. Friday, you know? We like, can figure out what our schedule's going to be for that, because I think we just split it up. At, yeah, maybe. Apparently, he doesn't even know, you know? Apparently. It's, it's <laughs> going to be uh, I mean, this Friday from 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 1 a.m. EST. So, whether you're working, yeah. whether you're going to be at home, like, it is, like, you will have time to show up somewhere. So I, yeah. I highly I'll suggest take you take the come. earlier shift. Yeah. Uh, since you guys are probably gonna not be able to go to the eleven o'clock EST. We can do the late shift. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So you you said uh we talked a lot about esports, but we didn't really ask you anything about it. Do you have a favorite True. esport uh game like video game esport or like favorite esports team? That's hard. It used to be League of Legends. And I, I would before I would hundred percent say League of Legends. Okay. Now I'm probably like as much as the as much as the fighting game community doesn't like saying that it's esports, it's still esports, mm-hmm. and probably games like uh, Smash, Tekken, and Guilty Gear when that comes out again. Guilty Gear, like Guilty- my brother's the- been like crying waiting for Guilty Gear Strive to come Strive out. Strive is coming out, and uh, those are probably my favorite games to watch. And if you've seen Fighter Z, um, you've mm-hmm. seen how crazy that game looks and how like. People will just go on like 100 hit combos, and I just watch that. Like, that's incredible. I can't do that, but that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, you may not know this, but I've actually played competitive fighting games for a long time. Oh, um, what have you played? I played Tekken. I, I originally played Ultra Street Fighter 4 and Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but I've also played like Street Fighter 5, Skullgirls, Tekken. Uh, I played Fighter Z a little bit. Uh, like anything. I don't know. Like, uh, right now, my most played fighting game is Street Fighter Third Strike, but. Um, 
But yeah, you should try out Strive when it comes. Oh, I'm out. going to. I'm, I'm going to grind it, Strive for it, sure. It I played so smooth. I played the beta already uh, at my friend's house. So. Yeah, my brother. We were playing the beta. We were like, because I so we have a the we have a PS5 hooked up to the same monitor, mm-hmm. right? So we were just very, he was upset because the uh, the fight stick that we have uh, doesn't work with the PS5, unfortunately. Mm. So he was just using the controller. I got you. But I, we went and got a new one just for that express purpose. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's sick. I, yeah, I, I actually went that. to Evo with one of my friends uh, the last year, the year before COVID. Um, yeah, and I won more than one match of Tekken, which was my goal. So Ooh. I was very happy. <laughs> I still need to go to my first major for a game, but once I do, I feel like it's going to be an incredible experience after COVID. It's so fun. I I've been to Evo and I've been to the International twice. I want to go to Evo um, so bad. Yeah, one day. Evo's really good, especially now that Mister Wizard doesn't run it anymore. So that'll be nice. Yeah, he's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> but like i think strive is going to be the first game i ever try to play like competitively i think cool. like i've never played fi- fighters competitively i just always watch them uh but like that game i've already i already love all the characters in guilty gear um and i played a little bit of x2 and x2 accent core yes rr reloaded or like whatever the uh-huh. name is and like i love that game too but i never got like super into it because i didn't have people to play with but, like, once Strive comes out, I'm grinding that game. Yeah, I mean, one big thing about Strive is that it has probably the best net code of any competitive roll fighting back. game ever released. Roll back. So it's going to... Rollback. Well, roll. it's not only rollback. It's their rollback implementation that's really good. Because there's a lot of fighting <laughs> games with rollback that still can't really handle, uh, like, cr- overseas matchmaking. Oh, but that's Strive, true. um... One of the reasons they simplified the Guilty Gear gameplay pretty significantly in Strive and slowed it down a little bit is so that the rollback would could be better. And so that's how they've been able to accomplish people being able to play yeah. like from US to Japan with clean oh, connections. It is really impressive. My brother actually was playing with people in Japan and there was no noticeable lag. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of rollback, crazy. right? Is there isn't la- there's yeah. no delay in rollback. It just like sometimes skips a little bit. So mm. it does corrections rather than delay. See you say this yeah. to me as a Smash player, and I'm just like, it, <laughs> Smash. Smash that code is awful, dude. Smash it's, on Ethernet is still bad. It's like mm-hmm. it's uh, I think like online they it used to be um, five frames of delay in the game, like mm-hmm. like before before the regular delay, it was always five frames. Now it's four, so it's a little bit better. But like, holy shit, it's the net code is awful. the The game doesn't the game doesn't operate properly. Like, um, if you try to do a few inputs, it just breaks. And like, I mean, it won't Nintendo do has always been like years ahead of the industry in like gameplay Some innovation, yeah. and years behind the industry in network, uh, in like multiplayer online yeah. game the weird, environment. The weirdest part is Arms has rollback. Yeah, our, uh, well, yeah, obviously they're like unpopular game has like the, the one that people don't uh, play. Yeah, why does Arms? No, okay, the worst part. Ar- they did Arms dirty. Arms actually had I, I watched a video about like a documentary series about this. Arms has a really cool competitive scene actually, and like when the game first came out, um, it I was actually growing pretty steadily, and then Nintendo just dropped all the support for the game, and then they couldn't play because people found they out died. you don't have to play on Joy Cons. The game plays really well on a controller, like mm-hmm. really well. Yeah, I played on Pro Controller for sure. Yeah, and I heard I heard that's how everyone is actually having fun with the game when they realize they can play it on Pro Controller. Yeah, totally. And that now now it's just uh I think they they like secretly dropped the like the arms comic book like they're not doing that anymore. 
and like arms doesn't get updates anymore. It's just a shame. Yeah, it's it's really too bad because that could have been like you know how Splatoon like became big and now and you know Nintendo really supports Splatoon. I can't believe the we're competitive gonna Splatoon, 3. Splatoon. I it's, it's too Splatoon soon. Three. It's, it's, poor arms, poor arms, just like got no love. I say it's too soon, but Splatoon two was like in twenty seventeen, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a no, Swi- no Switch way, launch. Really? Yeah, it was that a Switch. Long, it was a Switch oh launch gosh. title. Yeah, it feels like it was. I remember now. Oh, that's right, because the original Splatoon came out for Wii U. Yeah, and but that that was like two years before Switch. So Switch Two came out two years. Splatoon Two came out two years after uh, the first one, and then mm-hmm. now they're releasing Splatoon Three. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, because they made they made Splatoon Two instead of just porting over the original. <laughs> yeah. Which everyone was surprised about. And now they're making a third one before the console generations, like even like or like maybe what halfway through the Switch's console life. You say that, but the like Switch the Switch Pro also got confirmed recently. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's from what I've heard, it's not a new system. It's just an upgrade to the to the right. Switch but what you're so saying is it implies they're the extending same. the lifetime of the Switch. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But that's what they did with the 3DS. I mean, to be right? to be fair, thing. they did that with the 3DS, but the new 3DS also had new hardware, and I'm really praying that's not what they do. As much as I think the Switch is already... Switch came out with, like, four-year, four- or five-year-old hardware with, like, the NVIDIA, NVIDIA Tiger chip. But, uh, if, if, if it come If the Switch Pro has new hardware, all new games are probably gonna run on that hardware instead. And it's just not gonna be a good uh, time for people. For, and stuff's not going to be optimized for the original system. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be hell for developers, and I also think it's not gonna be... It's gonna be terrible for the consumer. Granted, I say that, but I'm gonna be getting a I'm gonna be getting a Switch Pro the, the, the oh, moment it drops. For sure, as soon as the moment it comes out, I'm pre-ordering it. <laughs> I, I say this because uh, they're buying like first-party Samsung screens, and I pulled up my phone to show this. Uh, ignore the fact that my phone is cracked, but Samsung screens are like the best in the industry. Period. Like the iPhone, like all Apple buys their Samsung screens. Apple buys Samsung screens. Uh, I think OnePlus also does it. Almost every single company on the planet at this point that makes phones is buying Samsung first-party screens. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that that the, the the price for non-flexible screens are cheaper. That's why they're buy. That's why the Switch Pro is all uh, AMOLED screens from Samsung, and it's gonna look so so good. I can't wait for it. Yeah, that is definitely hype. Uh, okay, Ben, we have a couple of community questions. You got and it. We, uh, and then maybe we'll wrap this yep. baby up. <laughs> Sounds good. The uh, community wants to know one that's been, I think I've seen the most in chat, Stoke, still in stream asking. Please don't. Uh, God, this is a horrible question. or chicken nuggets? Okay, chicken nuggets, obviously, but I try a beef nugget. Oh, but what, what sauce does, would you put on the beef exist? nugget? Mm. Everything exists, Joshua. If I had to pick, probably barbecue. Okay, that's kind of what like, I Like, I eat kosher, to be too. fair, so, like, you can't ask oh. me about McDonald's nuggets. I could not mm. tell you. But, like, it, like nuggets, probably barbecue sauce. It just, it's the most optimal sauce. It's ketchup, but upgraded. Wait, isn't, <laughs> aren't, like, isn't, like, Chinese, like, Americanized Chinese teriyaki chicken basically beef nuggets? It's close. Like, panda close, express. Yeah. yeah the, like, the, the thing is, like, you can't really make beef nuggets either, because the beef won't cook fast enough. And like the breading will burn before the beef finishes. Yeah, you're you're gonna have yeah, to take have to pre-cooked the beef separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. And put it in batter and just fry it really quick. Yeah, like you could definitely do it. Like people do. can fry water, and if you can fry water, you can make anything. But <laughs> if like, you can fry water, have you, can you fry never anything? seen that? Yeah. A guy took a water bubble, yeah. he dropped it into a, fr- a deep fryer, 
and he pulled out like a bu- like a small like it was like a it was like a sphere of breading, and he popped it open and it was just water on the inside. It was so weird. Yeah, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, what about Marvel or DC? That was another question mm. Omar had in chat. He wanted to know if you prefer Marvel or DC. Marvel movies, DC shows, and comics. I personally think there you go. DC has better shows and better comics overall. I think I like. Oh, there goes my camera. But I think uh, DC just has better characters. Uh, even though, like, I love characters like Deadpool, DC has better characters like Batman, and it's Batman. But Marvel movies are it's just Batman. like infinitely better. Like, yeah, I, I, I MCU think is great. Yeah, Although, they, just did, they really knocked out the part. The Zack Snyder cut. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. No, I've seen, seen fucking all of Twitter talking about Justice it. Justice League was a it's like garbage six hours movie. long or something, right? Justice League was a garbage movie. Four. Four hours. Yeah, it's four hours. And then I watched the the Snyder cut, and then I realized that it's actually good. But uh, there were a bunch of complications. Like I think the director's wife, or he had a family member that passed away or was very sick, and he had to leave. And then Joss Whedon uh, directed the movie. And all the cuts look awful. The color grading is not good. Uh, and then, like, the Snyder Cut comes out and everyone's just like, wait, it was actually a good movie in disguise this whole time? <laughs> Secretly. I did Interesting. Not, I did not know you could use the same shots and make a bad movie. That's crazy to me. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I I don't know. I don't follow it. But it's been interesting to see Twitter kind of all light up about it. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. next one. If you could get – this is from Sato. If you could get a high-quality tattoo of anything you want – um. What would it be? And he adds, "Be creative." That's hard. Uh, High would, quality tattoo. I would probably get a back tattoo. Something okay. like, if you've ever played the Yakuza games, as as weeby as this is, I know I, about them. I haven't played them. I probably get something like uh, what the main character Kazuma Kiryu has. He has a giant like soaring red blo- red dragon on his back, and I'd probably get okay. something like that, or I'd get arm sleeves. Granted, I can't get tattoos, but like assuming I could, that's what I would probably <laughs> yeah, get. Yeah, that's what you would do. Okay, right on. That's cool. Uh, Gaming Thief asks, you said Halo 3 was one of your favorites. He, he said, so about Halo 3, did you like both? If so, why? I think what he means is, uh, why? Did, what was your favorite thing about Halo 3? <laughs> uh, I think the gunplay. The gunplay is just the best part about Halo 3. It's easily one of my favorites out of the whole franchise. Which is, I'm also going to answer this other person's question now. But I've played okay. up to Halo 4. I ha- The only Halo I haven't played is 5. Uh, and ODST, actually. Which uh, is finally on PC and I'm going to be able to play it now. I never got to play it when I had an Xbox 360. Um, but o- ODST? Yeah, I never played ODST, actually. I heard I'm, I'm warning you ahead of time. It's fucking S tier, okay? I've heard it's, it's- I've heard it's Halo, but a horror game. I, I, yeah, I don't know if I would call it a horror game. Horror game per se. I, it's fucking dude moody as fuck, and pl- is got a very different vibe than the other Halos. I usually when I talk to people, ODST is up there in their top three favorites yeah. uh, for sure. So I'm excited for you to you play that for the first time. Um, so you played through all of them, okay? And Halo Three is your favorite. I have to ask, what's your second favorite? <laughs> Probably two. Dual wielding is oh, just okay. incredible. Ooh. And I like two is the reason I got a 360 because I played it at my friend's house. And oh. I was like, this is one of my favorite gaming experiences ever. <laughs> Especially the, okay, let's hear it. the Scarab mission. 
That mission is oh, burned yeah. onto my memory. Jumping onto the scarab, like destroying all the elites and grunts on it, and then just going, "This is yeah. my scarab now." Oh, that was such yes, a good mission. That was mission. super cool. I remember also jumping on. I was like 13 at the time. I'm like, "What? You can jump on this yeah. thing because it looks like it's supposed to be part of a cutscene, but you like jump on it and you're like, "Whoa! I didn't like die from that. Like, I left the mission level or whatever. It was cool. It was yeah, and cool. then also, also just the the ending of I think it's I think it's the ending of Halo Two. Maybe I'm mixing this up. Uh, no, it's Halo Two because of the Arbiter. But uh, the Warthog mission at the end of Halo Two. That 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 like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, there's a section. No, I think you're th- talking about three. Three has the oh, it actually is hog run at it's the end so with Arbiter. Long. Like, it's okay. It's okay. I, now, I want to ask you though, real quick, because you said you like dual wield. Dual wielding though is uh, uh, one of the big FPS design headaches. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, what? What's your take on that? The Halo community actually is one of the many things they bitch about on and off for the last ten years. It's like we need dual wielding back. But in my opinion rightfully so it's been removed to make the sandbox more solid across the board right because then you have some guns that are shit when you have them by themselves now that you've got a game design degree legit as it comes what's your what what's your what's your thought about that you know as much as i love it i completely understand that they removed it and, it's broken, right? <laughs> and like I know that the Halo the Halo community fights over a lot of things. I remember them fighting over armor lock and reach. I remember when sprinting got added, people were mad about sprinting. <laughs> and then like yes. dual wielding. An- um, don't say that too too maliciously. Anthony's one of those people. Anthony's, Anthony's mad about one sprinting. of those people who's like I, balls about there's no, sprinting. There's gonna be no sprinting in our game. I actually don't like sprinting either. I think considering how small the maps were in Reach, I don't think sprinting was a good idea. I think the abilities were a great system, but I don't. I don't know why sprint. Okay, one, I don't know why sprinting was a skill you had to like an armor skill. One, I agree. And yes. and two, if it was added, they should have made the maps bigger. In my opinion, because a lot of the maps you could literally just sprint from one side to the other side in like four seconds, and I'm just like, but why? Like, what's the okay. point of this? You guys hearing this? Halo should not have sprint. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. No, 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 no. I, I, think, I think sprint is fine. Just the, the map design in Halo Reach doesn't accommodate sprinting. I agree. I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. I to- That's a fucking weird system, right? For a yeah. game design system to like... S- how do you make a map that sometimes needs to accommodate an ability, right? It's there's, not like... That's stupid. Anyway, there's the big bridge <laughs> map. Uh, I forget what it's called. There's that big bridge, like, siege map in Halo yes. Reach. Yes, I know what I think you're talking about. I don't know. It's, I don't remember its name. Reach was my least favorite multiplayer. Or, or, like, or, like, or like on Valhalla, for instance. Sprinting there works really well. Map is huge. There's a lot of good yeah, opportunities sure. to use it. But also, like, if I'm sprinting, but there's a ghost available, why am I not taking the ghost? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of situations where I feel like sprint is cool in theory, but it's not necessary and it breaks the balance for a lot of small maps. But also on the topic of dual wielding, I understand why it was, to get back to that, I understand why it was removed. It's I think it was fine because they added a lot of new mechanics that made me let me have fun in different ways. As much as I love dual wielding, uh, it's probably for the best that it's gone. I agree. Okay, cool. Uh, I Did you guys see any other questions We'll go one, more, in one chat? more from Kirby since he didn't have any of his questions answered. <laughs> And then, and then I'm gonna ask Anthony where people can find us. Cool. Uh, if you could have any animal as a pet, which animal would you pick? Am I allowed to pick animals that aren't normally pets? I'm assuming that is the implication with this question. Yes. Uh, I mean, potentially not real animals as well. 
Ooh. Not real animals. Oh. Josh apparently extending the question <laughs> to not real animals. Okay. I mean, that was so definitely Kurt, not implied not? in the initial question. <laughs> why but, not? Right. For, for okay, for real for for actual pets, German Shepherd easily. For not for any animal, probably a lion. Mm-hmm. I'm a dog person, but a lion sounds sick as much as I would hate feeding them probably. <laughs> and then With for not for not real animals, probably Cyndaquil because that's my favorite Pokemon. Okay, sick. Oh, that's a good one. There you go. I was going to say Red 13 from Final Fantasy 7. I thought <laughs> that, I, I, I thought that's where you were going. I actually I actually I've only ever played Final Fantasy 10. I've never played any other Final Fantasy game. Oh, 14. I but played the first part of the remake recently. 14's not, not 14's like you have, out of the thing. It's kind of weird. You have PlayStation? Yeah. Cuz it's it's free on PS Plus right now. I don't uh, have PS Plus. Uh, rip. I, I don't yeah. want to pay for PS Plus. I barely want to pay for Nintendo Online, and I've only paid like five dollars for the whole <laughs> yeah. year. True. No, honestly, I I wouldn't either, but my brother bought it, so I That's get it fair. anyways. There you go. <laughs> All right, so All right, right yeah. on. Um, I was just gonna say thank you so much to Ben for coming on the podcast, telling us about EGDC and everything going along with it. Everyone, look forward to the convention on Friday. You can find more information on. Oh yeah, Josh. Where can people find you or Ben? Where can people, can people find, find you? Find Not Josh. Oh, I don't care about Josh. Ben. So, uh, who cares about me? Best place to find me is probably on Twitter. You'll see me ranting either about game design stuff or make putting out banger tweets. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at uh, a dandy guy uh, with underscores, obviously. So at say a dandy that again. Guy. Uh, you can find me at on Twitter at a dandy guy. It's oh, okay, a cool. underscore dandy underscore guy. Or you can find me on Twitch, uh, on twitch.tv slash dandyafterhours. I stream every now and then. Uh, it's mostly variety streaming, although sometimes I'll do, like, card openings. Uh, in case you can see in the back, I play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, sometimes I'm doing uh, other games. but And sometimes I'm just yes. doing marble streams where I torture myself. And someone made me eat butter once. So <laughs> that's a thing that happened. There's a clip of yes. it somewhere. But yeah, I we do a lot of my streams. Our epic seven guilds tournaments. Yeah, uh, those. Are, I'm probably gonna start streaming again after Waffle Games because I've been completely swamped. Yeah, you're gonna be busy. Yeah. I've been work. I, I I have off today, and I've been working all day. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Or like when I was home, I was feel working, that. So. <laughs> right on. Okay. Uh, what what? Where can they find information about EGD though? So if you want to find information about EGD. You can uh, you can literally just type in hop in and then waffle games. You'll find the the event itself for waffle games and how to register. Can you say that one more time. I don't know if it cut out for everybody, but it yeah, cut it out. out for oh, you too, got yeah. it. Okay. So if you want to find the event itself, you can go to our website egdcollective.org. I mean .com. Sorry, not .org. Not yet. No, it is .org. Whoops. I, I'm. <laughs> I did. Wait, okay. So the funny part about that is when we first got our work emails, every single time. I typed in .com, and I would try to send an email to someone, and I wouldn't send. And I'm like, why can't I log into my own email? And I keep forgetting it's .org. So it's not the first <laughs> time I've done that. Uh, you guys cool are legit now. Is it cool if I link the uh, the hop-in for the Waffle Games registration? Yeah, yeah you can yeah. So link anything you if want. You, uh, uh, I think, and then we have Waffle Games. Um, that's our premiere event this Friday. Make sure you guys come to, uh, to Qual-, Qual Entertainment's uh, exhibiting exhibitor space. Go say hi to them. Yeah. You have to. You you've watched this podcast. I've told you. Now you have to do it this Friday. <laughs> so make sure make sure you register the event and go come say hi. 
But yeah, yeah that's, I mean, so you can find us on our website or or on uh, Hopin. And yes, non-students can join. It is the event's open to everyone. Cool. Right on. If you yeah, where can people find us to find out who the fuck we are? If somehow you've listened to this, <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're an EGD guy and you're listening yeah. to this and you don't know who the hell we are, and you've you listened can find for more information about us at KaleKoalaEntertainment.com. Oh, Skylar got muted. Skylar got muted just when he had something what looked like spicy to say. It wasn't spicy. spicy. I just said if you've listened for the full hour and a half and you still don't know who, <laughs> like, who the fuck are these guys. <laughs> Listen, I'm just happy. I'm just happy that I was interesting enough to go past the hour. That's all that matters. You got it. You got that. You got the 90. <laughs> hey. you got the- yeah. I'm going to be honest. 90. I feel like this could have easily went on a lot longer. Uh, Anthony and I have a, a skill at uh, drawing out conversations <laughs> for infinite time. So you, you know, and like, yo, Skyler, let's just take a I lap around the building of- real quick, yeah. and then fucking like half a mile later, half a mile <laughs> so, later, right. we were originally talking about like something in our game, and then we're talking about like the philosophy of like uh, human interaction. <laughs> yeah, I think off of that though, it's time to talk about NFTs. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Right on. So you yes, have to check if, out Dandy on Twitch for his uh, NFT. Dandy, yes, KOKoalaEntertainment.com has links to all our social media where we will be plugging Waffle Games through the week. Uh, so if you're in chat and you can't remember this, don't worry. I'm going to remember the fuck. I'm going to remind the fuck out of you through this through this week. So very cool. Thank you so much, Ben, for joining us. And it's Josh. Been a pleasure. Wow, thanks for waking up and joining us this time, brother. <laughs> yes, hey. I, I woke up. Yes. Did Josh not wake up Since, for these? You know, I'm a nocturnal being. Not not actually. Uh, I, I wish I was. He wasn't, just slept through the last uh, last week's uh, dev meeting. That's true. Actually, he did, actually. The I was just joking, but he did. <laughs> I did sleep through um, our oh, dev God. meeting last week, so yeah. <laughs> Right on. It's okay. I woke up. I woke up at the end of the podcast just so that we could have our dev meeting. That's so. beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you again, Ben. Uh, everybody, go give Ben a follow. Check him out. Ben's in our Discord, so you can talk to him there. Uh, and I'm until also on. Next time. I'm also on Cryptic Bonnet. Best team. Cryptic Bonnet. Best oh, team. Oh shit! Hey, <laughs> Cryptic Bonnet gang. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're like, "What's he talking about?" You should join the Discord and find out. It's cool. Especially with the, Mike, oh, there's some upcoming good shit for the Discord, so yes. be ready. Definitely. Here it is. It's super good. Look at the lore awards. Yes. They're there to be read. Anyway, though, tune yes. in to our to our uh, stand up meeting after this podcast, where I tell Anthony and Josh that I did no work on the thing I was supposed to work on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, th- thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate yep. it. You guys have been great to talk to. Um, your community just seems really cool, and it's been a pleasure. No man, this is uh, not the it's last been great time. To have you, yeah, man. thanks so yes. much for coming. Uh, Thank in a, you, in a ben. year, in a year, I'm gonna come back. I'm just gonna be like, oh, it's Waffle Games 5.0. We can have you for the annual Waffle Games plug podcast. I'm down for that. Oh god, right on. Okay, we will officially close this out here. If you're listening to us on audio, you totally missed out. You should check it out live on Twitch because we're about to give away some gift cards. And uh, Ben, you can join us for that if you'd like. You can I will leave if you want to as well. Right on. Thank you, everybody. Until next time. All right. All right. I think that is I... that. Wait. No. Oh, next time is 69. So close. What's your top what's your topic next week?
I don't know. We can do dating sims. <laughs> Chicken nugget dating sims. Oh, uh, wait, you guys are still alive, right? Oh, I should probably stop recording, yeah. Let me